Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Welcome to Dick It Happened Here, a podcast about the trans genocide because it keeps happening. And so we keep having to do episodes about it because it just gets worse. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Mia Wong. Uh, with me is James. I'm here. Yeah, I'm excited to hear more about uh, what people are doing to trans people in uh, different parts of this country yeah the answer is not good no, so not nice things okay at about 5 a.m this morning i was watching a video from last year and you know they had this line about how like there's been a hundred anti-trans bills in 2022 alone and like oh oh boy <laughs> that is a that is a quaint figure from a more civilized age uh, we are we are three months into 2020, and there's been 500 anti-trans bills across the country. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a Freudian slip. We we are three years into 2020, my friend. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> three three months into 2023. Wrong. That one, which I guess it won't work out like this. But technically speaking, if this pace continues, we're on track for what? Yeah, we're on track for I think 2,000 this year, which would be great. Ace, yeah, it's good. We'll uh, we'll be rebooting Manzanar by November. Now, most of these bills, as we've talked about before, are going to fail, but a lot of them haven't. And the other sort of aspect of this that I think has been less reported on, but is also extremely important, is that okay. So the, if 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 you want to do anti-trans bullshit, you have like three options. Basically, you have you try to get a bill through the legislature. You have the governor doing a mandate or something. And then you have the attorney general doing some bullshit. And our, our our first story from the front lines of the worst shit that's happening is from Missouri, where Missouri's attorney general, Andrew Bailey, has issued a, quote, emergency rule 
that claims that because gender affirming care is, quote, experimental, it's already banned by state law, uh, which yeah. is nonsense. <laughs> but it, it, yeah. it gets worse. I don't know if it's worth like addressing this shit head on because it's such so clearly bullshit. But like we have more than a century of people yeah. receiving gender affirming care and transitioning. Like, it's it's like people people like television is more experimental than gender affirming care. Yeah, like this stuff like airplanes are more, more experimental. Like this stuff predates the Nazis. Like yeah. it's like it's old. Right? Yeah, like, it definitely predates passenger flight. Yeah, like so. Okay, I mean that this is like a standard turf argument, though, is that it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's experimental. It's like no, it's not. But, okay, so these rules are, oh boy. Okay, uh, here's from so. I think it was St. Louis. Yeah, the, the city government of St. Louis put out a thing about it that was basically like, this is bullshit. Um, they said, quote, the attorney general's emergency regulations institute extreme restrictions that require one medically documented gender dysphoria for three years two, at least 15 consecutive therapy sessions over 18 months and three that all mental health conditions are treated and resolved prior to gaining access to gender affirming care. Um, there's also this section that is, I, I'm just going to read it. I, I don't have any words. I don't have any analysis for this. So it's saying like, you can't have care that quote fails with respect to a patient who is a minor to ensure that the patient has received a comprehensive screening at least annually for social media addiction or compulsion and has not for at least six months prior to beginning of any intervention suffered from social media addiction or compulsion. <laughs> so wow yeah now so the, the good news is that this rule was supposed to go into effect like before this episode was recorded uh it was there instantly there are a bunch of lawsuits it's been blocked by a judge until may 15th yeah so hopefully the judge will be like this is obviously illegal uh not holding out hope for that uh this is probably the worst law in the books anywhere in the country right now Maybe, well, I'll, I'll show you the other really bad one, and we'll, we'll see, but... Okay, so the, the notable thing about this law is that this is not just a ban for minors, this is for everyone. And, you know, there's lots of atrocious stuff in here, right? Like, if you have autism, for example, and there's a different thing about screening for autism, but if you have autism, you cannot transition. Jesus. And, you know, even, and, 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 you know the other part of this, right? If, even if you're, like, a 99-year-old on your fucking deathbed, you can't transition. Unless you fulfill all of these bullshit requirements, there's this like, there's a social media compulsion thing, which is this sort of bizarre like social contagion bullshit that these people have been spreading for a long time. Yeah, especially given like where the fuck do we think their trans panic comes from? It's it's because they logged onto Facebook and your racist Uncle Joey had posted yeah. something about like how Twitter is transing his niece's gender. Yeah, and you know, I, and this like all of this stuff is very like we're, we're getting into. We're we're getting into the part of this where it's just sort of like they're like copying and pasting turf rants into like laws. Yeah. Um the the mental health care thing is like just awful. You know, for example, if you have depression, one of the reasons you might have depression if you're trans is because you have dysphoria. Yeah. So you're caught in this loop where if you try to get care for the depression, you can't get like treatment for the dysphoria. But if you get treatment for the dysphoria, you can't get it for the depressions. Right. Yeah, you're totally alienated from getting care. And, like, I'm sure living in a fucking state which, which is trying with surgical precision to, to force you to, to pick which way you want to be suffering, it, it's not, like, 
great for your mental health to be like being a trans person in Missouri would be pretty hard given that the state is yeah. using all its powers to stop you getting any form yeah. of care. And you know, I mean everything that's about this is like the the therapy requirement the 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 fifteen thirty episode uh, things over eighteen months is just effectively a ban because you know do you know how fucking hard it is to get an appointment with a gender therapist like it is so like there are we are talking about something where there are optimistically dozens of these people for an entire state it is fucked it is so bad um even in states where it's legal. Right. This is this is sort of the grim joke of like the anti-trans canard that like it's too easy for kids to get gender affirming care and they're giving out hormones like candy. It's like, no, no, it's really even in states where it's legal to get gender affirming care. It's hard as fuck, takes forever and is expensive. And, you know, given how few therapists there are and how hard it is to clear those requirements, the Missouri rule is just effectively a ban on gender affirming care for everyone. Now, it's been stayed for now, but this is really bad. People are fleeing the state. Um, we're going to talk more about trans refugees yeah, later. It's an important but, topic. You know, basically every state that has passed one of these laws has refugees already. I know I personally know multiple people who fled multiple states. Yeah. Um, it's really fucking bad. Uh, it's also, you know, I mean. <laughs> Like it, it, it is genuinely important to make sure these people get supported and make, make sure people have a way out. It's also not a solution because there's just going to be new trans kids born into these states. So, yeah, yeah, we can't fix it by the existing trans people leaving. And like, obviously, those people have their friends and their family and their community there. Like, we don't fix it by them going somewhere completely different. Yeah. So now we're going to move to the next state where shit's happening. That this one. I don't know. I, the the stuff that's happening in Kansas is also like okay, relative to the amount of media attention it's gotten, this is the worst thing that's happening. Uh in absolute terms, it's unbelievably bad. Okay, so there's a bill in Kansas that people are calling a bathroom bill. And they're calling it that because bathroom bill is the terminology that they have. This is not a bathroom bill. Uh we need to be very clear about this. This is way 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 fucking worse than a bathroom bill so this is a bill that what it does is in the eyes of the state it legally assigns you a gender by defining male and female in all state in all state laws as and i'm I'm gonna let the legislature take it from here women are those who quote biologically whose biological reproductive system is developed to produce ova and men are those quote whose biological reproductive system is developed to fertilize the ova of a female which uh yeah hey rad fams i hope you're fucking happy now you've gotten the yeah. state to legally define your gender as based on your reproductive capacity <laughs> yeah yeah we've uh we've great job speed run of the uh fucking what's the thing where they all wear the bonnets yeah uh, uh, yeah and here, here's a. And it just intersex people cannot exist. Yeah, you're in fucked. Um, it's worse. Okay, so again, here, here's KSNT, which is a, a, a news outlet in Kansas. In addition to restrooms, the legislation would define words like woman, man, mother, and father in areas like athletics, prisons, or other detention facilities, <sighs> domestic violence centers, rape crisis centers, locker rooms, and, quote, other areas where biology, safety, or privacy are implicated that could result in separate accommodations. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so uh, th- supposedly this is going to be on a case-by-case basis, but 
you know, like this is going to lead to trans women being put in Ben's prisons where they will be raped and almost certain, like almost certainly will be raped, quite possibly will be killed because that happens all the time. Uh, you know, this is, I mean, like kicking trans women out of domestic violence centers and rape crisis centers when, you know, and this is going to happen and, you know, sim- similar like bullshit's going to happen to trans men and also to non-binary people who all of whom are abused and assaulted at rates that are fucking indescribable. Uh, it, it, I mean, there, there is also the bathroom bill shit, like the worst version of bathroom bill shit we've ever seen. And, you know, but but also, so this is not the only one of these bills. That's the, we'll, we'll talk about the other one in Montana in a little bit. But because the Kansas Republicans are somehow even more cretinous than their colleagues in Montana, they have written the bill in such a way that in the words of Pink News, quote, definitions outlined in the bill also state that a female, per- a female is a person who produces ova, in other words, eggs, meaning cis women who are infertile and are unable to produce eggs could be barred from spaces under the le- legislation's legal yeah. terms. Likewise, cis men, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's... it's <sighs> yeah, like, or like if you have like fucking had an accident or, you know, yeah. like... Yeah, uh, you know, and, and, and it's and, uh, bullshit. Like it, pointing out the logical errors, it doesn't really work because that's not really the point, is it? Like, like their point is not to be like logically sound; it's to be cruel. Yeah, but 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 I I think there is something very important about this, which is that th- this this is a very very firm example of how the struggle for trans rights and sort of you know like trans bodily autonomy is intimately connected for the struggle with abortion rights. Because if you, if you look at what's happened here, right. Republican lawmakers are literally defining women by their by their capacity to produce children for them. Yeah. So you know th- this is this is not like the, the these are, these are two very very interconnected struggles, and the same people have the same absolutely dog shit like uh, horrific patriarchal politics in both of them. So okay, so we're 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 gonna we're gonna leave can uh, Nebraska. Okay, so we've we've had two really grim stories in a row. We're gonna have one that's slightly less grim which is Nebraska. So, okay, th- there has been a bill to ban gender-affirming care for minors, but it is being staved off basically single-handedly by oh. the genuinely heroic efforts of state senators Megan Hunt and Michelle Cavanaugh, who have been filibustering literally every bill that goes through the state Senate to stop it from happening, <laughs> yeah. which fucking rips. Yeah. And, like, you know, and, and, okay, so basically the thing is, like, we will, we, will, we will filibuster literally every single bill until they stop trying to patch this ban through. And, th- you know, this is the, okay, so, like, there was there was a thing that happened in the, in the early 2010s where in the, in the U.S. like the, the big U.S. Senate right they changed the rules about filibustering so that you don't actually have to stand there and talk for eight hours yeah. because they're fucking cowards and enormous pieces of shit. Uh, in that is not true in Nebraska. If you want to filibuster a bill, you have to fucking stand up there and talk for eight hours, and they have been doing this for months. Yeah. And it's 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 holding um, that, you know, basically. So it, the way filibuster works, right, is it, you can't t- like in the Senate and also in the state Senate, you can't stop someone from talking unless they like during debate. You can't stop someone talking unless you get a, a two thirds vote of the body for a motion of cloture. And so they've just been forcing you to do it for every single bill. and They don't have the votes in some of the bills. And so, yeah. It, it, you know, and the reason I think this is this is happening you know, the the reason that they've been doing this and not sort of just like like doing bullshit like most of the Democrats. Well, partially it's because there's a Senate and partially because Senator Hunt, Hunt has a 12-year-old trans son. 
Yeah, which that. yeah has has given her you know a sort of urgency that's absent from Democrats in other states. Yeah, it's which, like not theoretical for her. Like it, it's her yeah, and, and I mean, like this is one of the things that sucks about this, right? It's like it it should not fall on you know like literally the trend like the, the the rights of the children of an entire state are falling on like one mom and the the few other Democrats who decided to take a stand with her, and that's fucked. That is nonsense. Like it's, yeah, it's great that she's doing it, but like, yeah, it, yeah, what but a like, it, this is, yeah, this is horrible. Yeah. Um. Do you know what else is horrible? Uh is it the products and services that support our podcast? Uh by FTC regulations, I don't think I can legally say that. But no, no, we do we don't. No, it's not not that. Yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. Okay, so now we're going to get to, I think, the most famous story, or most most well-known story of an anti-trans fight that's been happening recently, and that is Montana. So Montana has passed a bill that bans gender-affirming care from minors and also opposes legal sanctions to anyone who does it. Governor Greg Giafonte, like, has a non-binary son, who's a, yeah. a he-they, and he, like, gave a speech and was like, Dad, fucking don't sign these bills, and his dad signed them anyways. Yeah. Uh, one, one of the co-sponsors of this bill on the floor of, of, of the Montana house said she'd rather her children die than transition. <laughs> and then had of it, yeah. Yeah, and she, she had to give a press conference later saying she didn't actually mean that, but like, she, no, she, she, that's literally what she said on the floor of the fucking house. So these people are ghouls and monsters. They are the dogs of 
uh, the, the the sort of the, the the Republican Freedom Caucus, which is their like absolutely <laughs> deranged, like Matt Gates fucking weirdos in Congress who were if you remember that giant fight over the Speaker of the House, like that was those freaks, yeah. like the yeah, um, these people are like their local sort of like dogs. There's two other absolutely terrifying bills that are about to become law. There's HB 359, which is a ban on kids attending drag shows, which like that bill has gotten less bad than it was, which is it's now a ban on kids attending adult entertainment. But, you know, I guess you get to decide who, what adult entertainment is, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah. And that bill has passed both the House and the Senate is waiting for reconciliation. Uh, there is the even worse SB 458, which is basically the bill from Kansas, except I'm, I'm just going to read some of it. Uh, female means a member of the human species who, under normal development, has produced XX chromosomes and produces or would produce regular, relatively Ugh. large immobile gametes or eggs during her life cycle and has repro- a reproductive and endocrine system oriented around this production of gametes, an individual who would otherwise fall within this definition, but for a biological or genetic condition is female. So this is straight turf shit, right? This is the straight yeah, up like a, a woman is an adult human female thing that like yeah. these people walk around saying thinking is like a normal thing to say. Um, yeah, and thinking that it, like specifically the chromosomality thing we know has been bullshit for a very long time. Yeah, right? I mean, there was it's a, nonsense. These people, these people don't understand biology. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and we can like the the example is, is this woman called Maria Jose Martinez Patino who is a hurdler who won a number of events and then lost her medals because she failed a chromosomality test and, and fucking ruined her life, right? Lost her fiancé, lost her job, lost all her competitions and was able to successfully sue with the help of like leading experts in the field to prove that, like, uh, I think she had, like, mosaic, she exhibited mosaicism, like XXY, and, and that, like, this is, in fact, a normal fucking variation in, in yeah. the human species. And, like, this was in the 80s and we're still doing this shit. Yep. Her papers are really good, by the way. She's a professor of philosophy now. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Good she's she's uh, yeah, she's great. I've spoken to her a few times, but um, yeah, rare, yeah. rare W. Yeah, but like these people are doing, you know, like they are, you know, this 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 bill legally writes trans people out of existence, and yeah. it, it is again another one of these gender paragraph things where this the state is legally defining what gender you are. But also, you know, but again, like they have to do all this like bullshit because, you know, I mean, this is this thing where I said like these guys, these people are like slightly, I don't know if smarter is the right word, but they're, they're, they're slight, they're, they're slightly more engaged in turf shit. So they have a more convoluted, like, yeah, biological misconception of what a woman is, which they can't define because it's not a thing. Like, yeah, it's a social construct. It's yeah, because they, they can't society. Yeah. yeah, and put in mind of South Africa constantly chasing the fucking definition of what race was and, and like trying to define uh, like uh, multiracial kids into one box or another box. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it doesn't work. But the problem is this bill is going to be signed by the governor like next week, probably, possibly this week, like in the next couple of weeks is going to be signed. Um, So that's really fucking bad. So the, the, the part of the story that I think is the most well-known is Montana Republicans' crusade against Montana House Rep Zoe Zephyr. Zoe Zephyr is trans. She is a rep for a part of Missoula, which is a college town home, home to the University of Montana. Uh, we talked about this a bit when Zoe won her seat, but I, I really before we really get into what's been happening to Zoe, I want to talk a bit about Missoula and a bit about the sort of 
the geography of transmigration because the, the the way the media talks about this right is that you know trans like trans trans refugees and transmigration is something that started with these anti-trans bills and that's not true um this is this the, all of this stuff all of the sort of fleeing all of the refugee stuff predates tennessee it predates missouri it's always been happening you know, because and the, the the actual process of this is that, you know, for, for generations and generations, the wretched of the earth get fed to the wolves and then the wolves spit them out of their homes and their communities. And they fled. They fled to places like Portland and Philadelphia and Atlanta and Chicago, places where people like us had clawed out an existence in a world that wants us dead, where we continuously survive off the shit end of urban labor markets and this is something that has happened beneath the notice or even the contempt of bourgeois society, but it's been going on for longer than we've had words. To, we've had the words that we use today to describe it. And, you know, Missoula is one of those places where you can go when your family kicks you out. And, you know, and that, that, that's not the only way people end up here, right? Like there's a lot of people who, you know, you know, have better stories, right? They go to college, they discover themselves. There are people who go here because it's where they've chosen to make new lives. And, you know, some, and there's also just people who are from Missoula who just realize they're trans. Yeah. And, you know, it's this mix of sort of trans refugees, trans migrants, and the local trans community that, you know, all fuse together and becomes a sort of beautiful community that we've been, you know, has finally, like, stepped out of the shadows in the last, like, 10 years and, you know, and this is why it's not enormously surprising that Missoula sent Zoe's effort to Helena to represent them, because this is, you know, again, like, this is one of these places that, like, collects people from all over Montana and, you know, from all over, like, eastern Washington, too. Some of these people yeah. go to Seattle, some of these people go to Portland, but, yeah, there, are these, there, are these, there have always been these massive networks of migration that just, you know, no one ever, no one researches, no one talks about, no one even... It's it's hard to even know they exist unless you know the people who, like, have been moved along them. The product of this now is that Zoe Zephyr is trans, is in the, you know, on the floor of the House debating with Republican legislatures this bill to, uh, uh, like, ban health care for, for, like, trans youth. And she says, quote, if you vote yes on this bill and yes on these amendments, I hope the next time there's an invocation when you bow your hands in prayer, you see the blood on your hands, which I, I really wish because the media talks about the blood on your hands thing constantly. And I wish they read the whole quote because it fucking rips. <laughs> like It's great. Yeah. yeah, I think you need to like you can't. There's no fucking point in bourgeois civility with this stuff. Is there like that? Yeah, doesn't no. work. And, and, and this is what this has been one of the things that's been happening, right? It's like like the, the Republicans, their backlash to this has been has been a sort of like. Oh, you're not being civil thing, right? And like in uh uh like Senator Hunt in uh uh Nebraska was like literally like didn't actually literally say fuck you, but you know, like said like yeah, like no, I I'm not, I'm not going to I'm not going to like show up to like your like your dinner parties or whatever, like like you don't don't say hi to me in the halls, like you know my fucking kid. Like and you know what you're yeah. doing to them. That's the way to approach it, right? Like like the person yeah. being unsafe, yeah. the person trying to legislate your little trans son out of existence yeah it's like fuck these people they don't gotta do this shit okay so there's a couple of theories as to why what happened next happened next um there's been a lot of speculation that it's been like oh this is like a gambit by the the the, the, the freedom caucus to like turn zoe zephyr into like the face of the montana democratic party so they can win a senate race it's like i i actually don't buy that i think very specifically 
the when you close your hands to pray, you see the blood in your hands thing. I think they got really fucking pissed off and then they just kept escalating. So after that happens, the, the Montana Republicans formally censor her and they prevent her from speaking on the floor until she apologizes. And it's always like, no, fuck you. I got well, she doesn't actually say fuck you, but she's like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to apologize. Right. Yeah. Um, there are there are a bunch of like pretty large protests like in Helena that are like, you know, that, that, are, that are like pro trans protests and protests to like let Zoe speak. And they arrest seven of the protesters. Uh, one of the people they arrest was, I think, a woman on crutches who like couldn't clear the area fast enough yeah, because she was on crutches. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I've seen that go down before people in yeah. chairs and all kinds of shit. And then and then the the so there's like these these protests in the gallery, right? And the the the, the Montana Republicans start doing this whole thing about how this is this is this is the Democratic January sixth. And like they were storming the Capitol, the Capitol's in <laughs> They tried to do that in Tennessee as well. Like it's yeah. so pathetic. Like yeah. it's so asinine. Yeah. And I the other thing I want to mention about this, right, is like okay. Like the Montana Freedom Caucus people and all like the censors and the fucking press releases are just constantly misgendering Zoe. It is it's really fucking ugly. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, so after these protests, the House like banishes her from the floor and kicks her out of her offices. And so she shows up like to work from a bench outside the chambers (laughs) where like legally they can't kick her out of. But then like. I mean, this is an ongoing saga, right? Like, like this morning she showed up and there were like yeah. three really old white women sitting yeah, on the, the bench. The speaker of the house's mum. Oh, the speaker of the house's mum. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah. like this, this fucking big Montana tough guy had to call his mum <laughs> to fight his battles for him. Like, like just insanely puerile, asinine nonsense. Uh, but it's unfortunately has very real consequences. Yeah, and like you know, so she was like at like a lunch. She was like, like had her like tablet like on a lunch counter, taking meetings from like like standing at the counter. Yeah, I it's it's been a whole thing. Also, I think earlier today, someone someone tried to SWAT her girlfriend. Yeah, uh, who's the the journalist Aaron Reed? Uh so uh, that's bad. Uh this whole thing's been getting like an, an unbelievable amount of media attention. And, you know, in a very, very short period of time, Zoe Zephyr goes from someone who I know about because I'm trans and like all trans people are like four hops away from each other. There's something I probably shouldn't say, but like, it's true. Yeah, Yeah, you kind of get forced into it. There there aren't that many of us and a lot of us are extremely online. So like, you know, like I'm like two hops away from this person, right? Like from multiple angles with her, right? Yeah, I met her like very briefly on a stream. She's, you know, like she's a good person. She... I don't know. She's just like, this is one of the things that I think, like I've, I've met a couple of the, or a, a few of the like very famous, like trans people who sort of come under the gun and they're just normal fucking people. Like yeah. they're just normal trans people. And this bullshit happens to them. Yeah. It's so like bullshit. that like, like I, I know a number of trans ladies who are bike racers. Right. And like, they like it must be pretty clear that if you win a fucking race if you win a big race like you know what's coming for you you know fucking breitbart news is gonna have you on that the the next day yeah it's and the same for her right she likely would have been aware that the moment she like tried to defend her right to fucking exist 
all the very worst people around the country would yep. be baying for blood. But she's yeah. very brave. She did it anyway, like as she should. Fuck them. They shouldn't be able to silence her. Yeah. Um, okay, we should take an ad break uh, yeah. one more time and then yeah, we'll come Let's back and say something talk funny. About this bit more. Ch 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 chumba. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Okay, we're back. Okay, so in the middle of all of this, Zoe went home to... I I, I think there was like a recess or something because hmm. legislatures work like two days a year yeah, rich people hours yeah it's bullshit like <laughs> yeah yeah they have like a, a break for fucking horse racing and uh, yeah yeah to do polo or whatever yeah but so she she went home to missoula and there was a just like a massive march there was like this rally that turned into like this basically like a 24 hour long party i uh, people my, my, my favorite story from this there's some people who Okay, so they brought beer they had got from rowing a boat out to a derailed train. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. Uh, Uniting the two media narratives of 2023. Yeah, yeah. It's great. And like, you know, I mean, I I think in in these sort of moments, right, you you can see the new world there, right? You can can see Mm -hmm. a world where, you know, we no longer live in fear, this you you can see this world where we're where we're free to create joy and meaning and art and our lives, you know, can can be a celebration of the beauty that's in and around us. But that world, the world that I mean, generations and generations of trans people have fought and died to sort of claw out of the dirt the world tried to bury us in, 
that world will die unless we fight for it. And that fight cannot be left to individual state representatives. There, there's not enough of them. Eventually, they will lose. And and this is this is the other story of Montana, right? As 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 much as you know, as much as what's been going on in Montana is a story about a trans woman defying, like, all of the sort of organized power of her state. Like, all of those bills passed, and there is not enough power to. If if we keep trying to fight them in legislatures and we keep trying to only fight them. In in the legislatures and in court, we're going to lose. But okay, I I, pro- I probably shouldn't say this before I I know we've we've locked in the title. But the the projected title of this is is the trans is the transgenocide a siege and a counterattack. And I promised a counterattack, so now I'm gonna fucking give it to you. <laughs> you didn't want like brief notes on the siege, <laughs> like you could have gone full Maoist on the title. Nah, why well, we we all, we did we did that with the other one, and I I, I realized after the, the last episode we did on this that I could have just called it counterattack, and that would been better. So I've saved it for this moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you get to use it. So, okay, what, one of the things that's become incredibly apparent in the last in the last few years is that as as much as there is sort of passive transphobia in society transphobia is not a sort of nebulous idea that just like floats freely around the world it it is brought into this world by men and you know we know the foundational story of how these men and women gained power right they cut a deal with capital to reconstitute the republican party in the 80s but you know and th- this is this is both their weakness and their strength right it's their strength because this gives them an enormous amount of resources to pull on. It gives them the institutional backing of an entire political party. But its weakness is that it means that capital and the transphobes are bound together. And this means that when you scratch a capitalist, a transphobe bleeds. Now, the other things that we know are, A, there, are power in log- there is power in logistics, and B, there are companies profiting from genocide. FedEx, for example, FedEx's headquarters are in Tennessee. Tennessee has passed a bunch. Tennessee is like the state where this shit all fucking started, right? With the original bathroom bills, yeah. with their drag bills, with their, you know, they, they've also passed uh, bans on minors getting gender affirming care. There are other states where, you know, you can look at the, the, the largest sort of companies in the states. Like Missouri is probably like Panera, um, Montana, Schneider Electric, Kentucky is probably KFC. And, you know, those companies are weaknesses. So what, what am I talking about here? I'm not talking about a boycott because this is the U.S. Nobody fucking knows how to do a boycott. Like when, 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 when Americans try to do a boycott, they buy like 16 pallets of Bud Light and shoot it with a bazooka. <laughs> right. Like this is th- th- yes. this a boycott. It is not. What, what I'm talking about here is something a lot more serious. You know, we, we, we've, we've, we've seen this sort of. Sorry, let me rephrase this. We've seen the sort of echoes of what this kind of campaign could look like with the Subcop City protests. With you know, you have protests outside the offices of banks and outside of corporations that are backing the, that are backing Cop City. But I'm talking, you know, that and that at the most mild is something that we should be doing, right? These companies that are profiting from genocide, the companies that are you know funded by the fucking tax exemptions that are given out by these states, the companies that are you know giving money to these people political campaigns. But I'm talking about more than that. I'm talking about blockades. And this is, you know, very specifically, FedEx is quite possible. It's possibly the best example of, of a company that you can that you can just target, right? Talking about blockades, we're talking about supply, like disrupting their supply chains. I'm talking about very specifically a campaign to put the trans sword through the arteries of capital and make the bastards bleed. I'm talking about a counterattack. Now, the advantage of this strategy of 
picking corporations, targeting them, and disrupt, like not 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 just necessarily protesting outside of their offices, although doing that, but specifically actually making them fucking bleed, actually disrupting their ability to function as a company. Right. The advantage of this strategy, which is developed in sort of broad strokes with my dear friend Vicky Osterweil, is that what one of the big one of the big problems we have in this whole fight is this sort of weird is this geo, the geographic mismatch, right? The, the you know the, the 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 majority of people in the U.S. and also the majority of people in most of the states where this is happening, right, don't support this shit. But it doesn't matter because you know the districts are gerrymandered to fuck, and you know, but but it, but it means that like there's a lot of people who like me, for example, like I live in Illinois, right. Like the, 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 you know, under normal circumstances, the best I can do is help my friends in Missouri get out and try to help, like, you know, do, 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 do things like secure access to transport and housing for refugees, secure access to hormones for people. But if we're, if we're going after, if you're going after capital, if we're going after the companies, the banks, the financial institutions that are funding this shit, we can hit them everywhere because states have borders, but capital doesn't. And that means that, you know, we, you know, we can if, if 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 you are specifically you want to target the legislature of Kentucky, you can go after fucking KFC, right? You can go after their banks. You can go after you can go after anyone who funds them. We can hit them on multiple fronts here, right? We can hit them with protests. But these companies also, they rely on our labor, right? A lot of these places are, you know, are either sort of fast food chains or logistics networks. And that's that's a place where, you know, trans people are overrepresented because trans people are overrepresented in the service sector, you know, again, because it's easier to get jobs there and institutional transphobia locks you out of better jobs. They also rely on public infrastructure. They rely on, you know, streets being open, right? They rely on an entire logistics network to make sure that not only are they extracting the labor of people, that they are like, you know, the the, the, the sort of like theoretical term for this is realization, right? They have to actually be able to sell. They have to be able to assemble the product. And they have to be able to sell it. And you can stop those things. Right. I mean, KFC in some sense is also kind of hard because there's franchise shit going on, but that's not true with FedEx. Like every yeah. FedEx office is is FedEx. And, you know, these, these are these are companies that like maybe we can't fucking drive them underground. Right. But we can make them bleed and we can make it we can make it painful enough to be complicit in this genocide that these people that, you know, these people get fucking axed. Right. We can we we can make them bleed. We can go and you know another another thing that you know people can do right is it's not that you know if 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 you have like a spare afternoon on a weekend right it's not that hard to figure out the like the specific business interests of the legislatures who are voting for this stuff. You can just do this. All these people are unbelievably corrupt. They have land deals that they're doing, and so I, you know open records laws that let you see who donates to all those people as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and th- there are websites that you can just yeah. like. Like you can just Google who gives donations to people, and yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just like donations trackers, and you can just like plug in their name, and it will show you everyone who donates to them. Yeah, and so we we have learned through the through sort of the experience of the past few years, right, that these people cannot be swayed by logic. They cannot be swayed by they cannot be swayed by logic. They cannot be swayed by science. They cannot be swayed. By, you know, they cannot be swayed by emotional appeals. They do not give a shit about trans people. They would literally rather have their kids die than be trans. But, again, the one thing they do care about is capital. And if you, if you, if you, if you, if you make capital bleed, these people will bleed too, and that will actually fucking hurt them. And that will give you the leverage you need to let, to let these people make a choice, right? It's either us 
or the world of Capital Burns. It Could Happen Here is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.